weeks after winter storms hit. Flory Kane traveled from Zion, Illinois to Jackson, Mississippi to bring supplies to her daughter. We brought down close to 30 cases of water. Uh, we brought down Lysol. We brought down plates and cups and uh, spoons and things. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has apologized following allegations of sexual harassment, saying some of his comments may have been misunderstood. Alessandro Biaggi is chair of the state Senate's Ethics Committee. He's actually saying that he meant for those words to be playful, and there is no realm of playful when a governor of a state asks a young staffer who is 25 years old um, if she has sex with older men. Former French President Nicolas Sarkozy has been found guilty of corruption and influence peddling. Elaine Cobb from Paris. A Paris court today handed him a three-year sentence with two suspended but one year in jail. Sarkozy had been charged with offering a job in Monaco to a judge who was investing allegations that Libya helped fund his 2007 election campaign. Phone taps revealed the corruption and set the new case in motion. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. And in Myanmar, a crackdown by security forces that killed at least 18 protesters is leading to calls for tougher sanctions. Right now, U.S. stock futures are way up. The Dow is up 348. This is CBS News. Switch to T-Mobile for business and get an amazing deal on your business plan. Stop in-store today for details. Terms and conditions apply. See T-Mobile.com for more. This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I love being able to share with our family who's listening how much we all love State Farm Insurance. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm has saved us money with our car and home insurance. I mean, you're my wife. You know how much I love a great deal. So, of course, I'm going <laughs> to love the great rates and great service at State Farm. It's good for my wallet and for my family. State Farm meets my needs. Plus, I get to control how and what I want for my budget. And I do it all from their award-winning mobile app. Surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. A trailblazing former CBS sports broadcaster has died. CBS News correspondent Tom Fody has the story. CBS Sports has announced the death of Irv Cross, who went from a successful career in the National Football League in the 1960s to another one in broadcast sports. He was one of the first African-American men in that role. Irv Cross was a prominent part of CBS sports coverage of pro football in the 1970s and 80s. He sometimes did other sports as well. Irv Cross was 81 years old. Tom Fody. CBS News. Analysts say uh, from City say Bitcoin is at a tipping point, poised to become the preferred currency for international trade or about to face a speculative implosion. The cryptocurrency has soared this year with support from companies including Tesla and MasterCard. It recently hit a high of more than 58,000, but has pulled back in the last week. It was as low as under 4,000 a year ago. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com work. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash work. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash work. ZipRecruiter.com slash work. 
At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, CenturyNationalBank.com. Tax time is here again. And this year, H&R Block has many filing options to make it easy for you. Our tax pros are here to get your maximum refund with or without the office visit. You can drop by an office, use our drop-off service, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. <laughs> That's right. Send a few pics from your phone and you never even have to leave home. You can stay in your sweatpants. Block has options for everyone. With so many ways to file, it's just another way Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice. We celebrate life. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Are you ready for an upgrade for your home? Then check out Superior Renovations in Albany for all your home improvement needs. Superior Renovations is a family-owned business of over 20 years specializing in bathroom and kitchen remodelings. Superior Renovations is committed to superior quality and results. For your free estimate, call 740-517-8795. Great references and great prices available for your next project. Superior Renovations, 27480 Old State Route 346 in Albany. I-N-E-P-T. Coach Turf, the last time we talked, you were changing a tire on that 1937 Packard, getting ready for your first road game of the season. I trust you made it to South Oklahoma State in good shape. Well, that's right. You know, we've been talking on these here programs about all the folks you got to have behind the scenes, and if it hadn't been for our trainer, good old Scrape Simpson, we might never have made it. You know, good old Scrape dug in that bag of tricks of his. He got some tape. He got some band-aids. He fixed that tar, and we made it to Oklahoma in record time. Well, it's good to have people like that you can rely on. I know all of our listeners are wondering about the outcome of your season opener. What kind of game was it? Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, we played a fine ball game. Of course, them boys over at SOS, they played a fine ball game. So what the fans, when everything was all over, said and done with, seen over there, was a fine ball game. And did you pick up that predicted first victory of the season? Well, no. Uh, you know, we did go over there predicting that we was going to pick up a victory. But, uh, you know, uh, when I looked at the statistics, when everything was over, said, and done with, uh, my strategy kind of backfired a little bit. Well, we got beat 33 and zip. Well, Coach, you told me you put SOS first on the schedule this year because their program was having a little trouble, and it looked like they might be somebody the Oysters could beat. What, what happened in the ballgame? Well, I think this could serve as a lesson to every coach out there. You know, you can't take any opponent lightly. you got to make sure that you're prepared when you go to play them. This could be a real good example of somebody sneaking up on you and beating you when you expect to pull out an easy victory and you don't prepare good enough. Well, them folks can just sneak up on you. you got to take everybody like they's the best team in the nation and be prepared when you play them. Well, exactly what went wrong, Coach? Was there something missing in Coach Lewis and Coach Clark's scouting report? Well, that's right. You could say that, but uh, actually what's missing is Coach Lewis and Coach Clark because, uh, you know, they sent that message in code, and what that message said when I finally got the right code book out was that they was lost, that they uh, couldn't even find SOS, and so they wasn't going to be no scouting report. Well, we'll be back in just a moment for the details on the Oysters' season opener against SOS right after this message. 
in this uh, great program brought to you by Hugh White Automotive. Well, Coach, that 33 to nothing score would seem to indicate that not much went right for the Oysters in your first game of the season. Well, that's right. You know, we had one of them weeks when if it could go wrong, it went wrong. You know, we had a flat tire on the Packard. We had a little bit of trouble getting our scouting report and scouting report come in and code. We couldn't figure out what in the world was going wrong. And then we went out there to the ball field. We lost a coin toss, I think, for the 1,767th time in a row. And But what I was real upset about was the way that SOS run up the score on us at the end of that ball game. They was padding their lead. I guess that's what you call your SOS pad. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. My, oh, my, what a weekend it's been. So many things going on, and we've had our share of things out here, too. And I'm sure you noticed we've had some transmitter issues over the weekend. You know, Murphy's Law. Things like that will happen when you least need them or want them. Getting our various engineers together to work on them. A little tricky. But taking that a step further, at 10 o'clock today, they're all gathering out there. and So this morning, you may yet have to put up with a little bit of um, different sounds at different moments as they uh, put on our backup systems and then work on our main systems. You know how it is. Just It's just life, right? And um, really, when you think of the equipment we have, which is very high-powered, very expensive, and all that stuff, that it should work 365 days a year um, perfectly. It, it <laughs> it's asking a lot. Plus, you know, the stations, um, they, these transmitters are so expensive. Uh, they don't buy them every year. Uh, it, in fact, I know many stations who are running on transmitters that are 30, 40 years old. And um, uh, we, have, uh, we have one that we use on standby that is of that age, but we've kept it up. And then we have a newer one, which is probably 18 years old. But once in a while, it fails. And um, anyway, enough about that stuff. So anyway, just uh, bear with us and be patient, folks. We're working uh, our our uh, tails off to get this all resolved. But I know that Saturday there was a period of time where um, neither of the two transmitters were on the air. And um, anyway, we'll, 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 we're getting it fixed. Good morning, folks. It is March 1st. That's right, a whole new month. Of course, the year 2021. Let's see. March 1st is peanut butter, no, National Peanut Butter Day. Or no, peanut, let me get this right. National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. There you go. Okay. So, um, you know, I've seen a f- couple of skits on TV recently about people who have a peanut allergy, and uh, just being near this stuff is really, I guess, not helpful to them. And, uh, well, in any case, um, uh, I do like peanuts. I do like peanut butter. You know, some of them are flavored. They've got maybe a little honey in it or stuff like that. And um, there's one that's like, um, what do they call it, cookie butter? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Wow. 
That's a good one. Mm-hmm. As I, long as you're not allergic to peanuts. Yeah, exactly. You, have you uh, tried, speaking of our foodies section here, have you tried the peanut butter and jelly? Peanut butter? It's got, Already mixed up? Yeah. It's got no. like strips of jelly. But I mean, I'm sure I'd like it. Mixed in with the peanut butter. I, I mean, I, I take peanut butter and jelly and make it. But yeah. to, to have it uh, swirled into a jar, I guess I should try it. It's ready to go. There you go. <laughs> it's National Pig Day. That's right. Link. Um, let's see. National Daggum That's Good Day. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. There was a uh, cookbook series written by, I think, John McLemore that's titled that. Dad, John, dad uh, should I know that name? He's a chef, you know, oh, rec- oh, oh, recipe oh. book. But uh, it, it that reminded me of a uh, football coach who used to be a coach at West Virginia University and then went on to Florida State and won a national championship or two there, Bobby Bowden. Yes. He would say that in post-game interviews. Dad gum. Dad gummit, we should have punted that ball better. Kind of reminds me of a little Art Turf, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad gummit, we played a good ball game. <laughs> or that dadgum play that got us there at the end? <laughs> Here's an odd one. Self-Injury Awareness Day. Oh, my. I Okay, so we got a lot done at our home this weekend, particularly on Saturday. Not so much on Sunday. But on Saturday, we we uh, you know how you have yard plants and everything that... that uh, like you trim them off in the spring and then they grow huge again right peonies for example yeah um but we have other stuff too i i just don't have the name on the top of my head but um so all of that stuff got trimmed this weekend okay now about a week ago I took my one and only fall for the winter. I slipped on an icy sidewalk. And um, so I've got a little odd thing in my elbow, my right elbow, and in my left leg on the knee. And I've been sort of, you know, but it's only if I move them oddly. Well, I did all that work on Saturday, and man, I was sore on Sunday. Oh, I bet. You know, the first major uh, yard work of the season. Yeah, if you're not used to doing those types of yeah. activities. Plus, I've put on a little weight, the paunch, right? So yeah, it's, you, you may have burned a few calories. Oh, absolutely. Then, did you fall forward or backwards? Do you remember? Not Neither. It was more just a crunch. Oh, okay. Like straight down. And, and landed on my elbow in that knee, opposite, you know, right elbow, left knee. Yeah. And I had um, my computer bag on my back and my thermos and uh, Java cup in my other. So, I mean, I was loaded up walking out to the car to come into work. Yep. Anyway. Did the uh, break dance. Luckily, you didn't break anything. Well, I don't think I did anyway. Well, we'll hope not. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about that. Let's see. So where were we? Oh, Self-Injury Awareness Day. I wonder what they're getting at. Um, I, I think it it is more to raise awareness of folks that may be having some uh, individual issues with things like depression. Oh. Um, you oh, know. Yeah. and That's serious. Thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah to uh, raise awareness to understanding self-injury of uh, individuals who, you know, maybe feel alone, afraid to reach out for help. I get it Something like that. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, by all means, um, you know, even a neighbor, um, it can be someone you don't even know yet. Uh, I think people are generally very willing to help one another if they sense there's a severe, not a severe need, but a, a need. 
Um, I know both Pat and I are like that. And um, uh, Pat will say, you know, you know, so-and-so, this has happened to them, and I, I'm, I'm going to reach out to them. Yeah. And, and see if I can help them any. Um, so that I get it now. Yeah, I, I've I've had uh, during my days at Ohio Athletics working mm-hmm. there, uh, we had interns that worked there or grad students, and you know they would not really have anyone to talk to, so they would just come in, and you know you could tell something's wrong, and they'd finally open up, and they'd say, you know, I've I've got two weeks before I graduate, I don't have a job mm-hmm. lined up, mm-hmm. and they just you know they wanted to to talk and express their concern they just you know wanted someone to talk to and but you know, I always thought when people come to you like that they're searching they need help they want to either talk or if someone asks you a question obviously if somebody asks you a question they need your help they're asking for your help yeah but it advice. takes a lot of guts to do that it and, does it, and you know the other t- the other direction you know I don't, I'm not disagreeing at all, but um, you know sometimes you can sense somebody, and and it may be the last thing they want to do to reach out. Yeah. But what if you reached in their direction? Yeah. Somebody that's normally cheery, happy, they come in, you know, quiet, kind of reserved. Well, some of that can be fake too. Sometimes, yeah, they just don't. Yeah, they just they hide it. Having a day like that. Well, yeah. anyways, national. Um, Self-Injury Awareness Day. Okay, I get it. Yep. It's National Horse Protection Day. I, I th- that, That's a great one, too, there. It raises awareness of uh, finding loving homes for so many unwanted horses across not only this country, but worldwide. I remember... Excuse me. I remember First Wife Farm. Mercy. What I don't remember is the horse's name now. There's a song titled that, A Horse but, With No Name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, but I'm ashamed I can't because I spent a lot of time with that horse. Anyway, that Trigger. horse no, that <laughs> horse lived to be 37 years of age. And, of oh, course... Wow. Its last, um, I'm going to say, 15 years, it was more of a pet than a horse. Yeah. I mean, it was very unlikely that you would ride it, but it was a pet. And she had their nice place out there in Albany off of Meadowbrook and um, had, you know, a nice field and everything for it. Yeah, they just... they Lady. Lady. That's, there you go. Lady was the name of the horse. That's what they do. They they call them, re, they retire the horse, you know, basically to the pasture. I've got some friends that have horses that, you know, one one of her horses is, is that way. Uh, she's retired it to pasture and has a couple others that still uh, yeah. ride and everything. Yeah. But, but you know that it's a cool thing to have here near our area called the Last Chance Corral. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, what is it down on old thirty three? I think yes. That uh, they have taken in horses and given them yeah, you know a good that, life. Uh, where that road that turns up to Angel Ridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <coughs> well, anyway, boy, we're will we ever make it through this list today? Uh, we I Let's don't see, know. National Horse Protection Day, National Fruit Compote Day. Nothing wrong with that. Good and stuff. Finally, National Minnesota Day. All you, right. You finished that up rather quickly there. Finally. <laughs> um, let's see here. Historical events. Let's do some of that. Okay. Obviously, today, a free-for-all edition. At this point, we have a program on Wednesday that I think you'll enjoy. Um, it concerns a, a new cafe in town called the Ornery Vets Day. And we're not talking about veterinarians here. We're talking about... (laughs) Where'd that come from? Uh, We're we're talking about uh, veterans. 
and and people that do things for the community, law enforcement, all sorts of things. So uh, it's it's owner and and this is a new facility. Did that get moved up a week? Because on the schedule there we have it. Okay, I'm wrong. A week from this Wednesday. Okay, I'm right? wrong. I was glancing okay. from a distance here. I did, didn't know if there was a schedule change. No, not yet. <laughs> okay. Um, so I said it was coming this Wednesday. It's the following Wednesday. Forgive me. But we do have some other things cooking. All right. But on this day in history, let's see here. Pennsylvania becomes the first U.S. state to abolish slavery. But they did so for newborns only at that point. This was in 1780. 1847, Michigan becomes the first English-speaking jurisdiction to abolish the death penalty except for treason against that state. 1847. 1869, U.S. postage stamps showing scenes issued for the first time. They go on to say these pictorials showed a post horse and rider, a locomotive, a shield, an eagle, and a ship. By the way, the ship was the Adriatic. You know, there was a period of time, might have been right before my teenage years, that I was encouraged by my parents and one of my grandparents to get into stamp collecting. And I can see where, you know, that would be fun to do. I mean, I, what am I trying to say? I didn't, um, you know, go, go away, go away, go away. Potential spam, it says. Um... Stamp collecting, I think I could probably get into it again, like maybe even far more seriously, right? Yeah. A lot of people enjoy it. Yeah, they do. Okay, let's see here. 1872 on this date, Yellowstone becomes our first world's, um, really the world's first national park. No other country had done that previously. Hey, do a little Google. A real Google? As opposed to an unreal Google. I, I know you meant a real quick. Google. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but just how many national parks are there? Okay. That's what I'm curious about. How many national parks are there? There are 423. No way. National park sites. Encompassed in the United States, they span across more than 84 million acres with parks in each state and extending into the territories, including parks into Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, American Samoa, and Guam. 424? 423 national or park 423? sites. Yeah. Now, below it says uh, those are national park sites. There are now 63 national parks ah, okay. with one in our neighboring state, the New River Gorge in West Virginia. So, this, that, this one right here, the Wayne National Park. Yes, Wayne National Forest. Forest. Yes. Okay, so that would be one of the 423. Yes, correct. But... Designated national parks is is the difference there. Yeah, and there were how many? Uh, 62. 62. Yeah. Okay, there we go. According to the National Park Foundation. Well, what started all of that, once again, I'll repeat it. 1872, on this date, Yellowstone becomes the world's first national park. Now, I have one more question. Okay. How many world national parks might there be? I'll bet you that one doesn't show up so easily. Because uh, I'm just guessing. 
Anyway, then we'll research some people here. There are now more than 4,000 national parks around the globe. According to the International Union for Conservation of Nature. Okay. What is the only state without a national park? There, I got one for you. It's not Just, wait, 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 Wyoming. Think. Let me think. Oh, I know <laughs> it's not. They have several. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're terrific, by the way. Um, the only state without a national park. Okay, I give up. Not even a guess? No. Okay. Delaware. It's kind of small. But I tell you, that Rehoboth area, Bethany, all of that, it could very well have one, even in spite of its being a small state. But it isn't. Okay. Interesting. The only state without Delaware. Oh, now I look lower here, and it says what five states have no national parks. Okay, lay it on me. Alabama, Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, Idaho. That's odd. (laughs) National parks. We certainly have state parks. Okay, well, interesting. All right, let's see here. Birthdays, uh, some famous birthdays. Uh, Frederick Chopin. He was a photographer, right? Composer. I was joking. (laughs) I couldn't see you. (laughs) Wait a minute. Ask me again. Yes, of course, he was a photographer. Yeah. Anyway, 1810 to 1849. He didn't make it very large, very far. That's too bad. Because a lot of good stuff. Glenn Miller, another musician. More of a performer than a composer. Uh, he lived from 1904 to 1944. Again, not very long life. Yeah, the plane he was in was that's right was uh, shot down. Many think it was shot down by friendly fire during World War II. Yitzhak Rabin, born in 1922, died in 1995. Refresh my memory on his past. Uh, he is, I think. The Prime Minister of, um, former Prime Minister of Israel. Let me look here. Yes. Yes, that's it. Former Prime Minister of Israel. As soon as you said it. Yeah, the fifth Prime Minister. Two terms, 74 to 77, 92 until his assassination in 95. Justin Bieber, who is still alive, of course. Today's his 27th birthday. He was a photographer, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Of um, crowded arenas, something like that. from stage perspective. Two famous deaths to mention. Um, one is Leopold the Second. Um, he was born in 1747. Died on this date in 1792. Leopold the Second of Belgium. Belgium, King of the Belgians, uh, from 1865 to 1909, and through his own efforts, the owner and absolute ruler of the Congo Free State from 1885 to 1908. Here is a wild photograph of Jackie Coogan, <laughs> um, who was born in 1914 but died on this date in 1984. He, Uncle Fester. Yes, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. Uncle Fester. On the Adams family. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of that stuff. Uh, On the original Adams family. Um, I've spent a little time looking at cicadas this morning. Have I talked about it yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. Just you and I. I was walking uh, down the hall this morning, and um, River had her had his door open where he was recording some stuff. I heard him talking about cicadas, and I go, "Oh, is this the every seventeenth year?" And 
so I went back to my desk and started to looking looking into that. So I'm not really sure what prompted him to do the story or whatever story he was working on. But according to everything I got to looking at, and I spent far too much time in it, um, just three years ago, the 2018 would have been our peak of every 17 years. Now, you know, you can have a few on any year. And I hear them in our neighborhood once in a while. But that year when they just go nuts, um, like in Ohio, it's four different years. They have sort of a map, and there's our section's all red, and then there's a section west of us that's all yellow, and that color zone represents a year. So I don't know what's going on, but I guess we're going to hear a few this summer. But I don't think it's our peak year. Yeah, it's a, well, one, one type of cicada that is apparently a brood, B-R-O-O-D, cicada. There are 3,000 species of cicadas, but apparently the one we may have heard about on the news is the brood X cicada. And it apparently has the greatest range and concentration of any of the 17-year cicadas. There are two different species of cicadas, apparently. One is the 17-year uh, or the annual cicadas, and uh, the other is the periodical cicadas, which would be the 17 year, the periodicals. Okay. Well, anyway, so, I, I couldn't find anything that said this was the 17th year for us. And, and I can remember looking back. When those do happen, oh, my. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. The sound at night. And, you know, the seeing their, like they latch onto tree trunks and then kind of shed their outer shell and then continue on. You know what I mean? Yeah. All those different uh, shells up and down the, the trunks of the trees. Yeah, their evolution of their lifespan. Yeah. Yep. But well, I, I, anyway. I, I'm looking here at the, the states that is going to be affecting uh, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Maryland, Michigan, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and D.C. Except it's not all of each of those. You know, it's just portions. Yeah. And like Ohio, the southeast part that we live in, this isn't our year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so confusing. Yeah, there's one story is it referencing the Cincinnati area mm -hmm. is going to see the biggest concentration of them this summer. Yeah. Okay. Um, how many of you remember the program Ruth Lyons? Oh, I do. With uh, Bob Braun and the 50-50 Club. Was it on Channel 4 in Columbus? It, it certainly was. Channel. It was um, WLW in w Cincinnati. WCMH in Columbus. Yeah. Um, used to be WLWT. C. T. I don't know. T. Was it T? Yeah. Okay. And then WLWC was in Cincinnati. And that's where the, the um, what did I just say? Ruth, Ruth, Ruth Lyons show originated. Yeah. And then the stations that were all similarly owned aired this aired the show. It was a midday show, as I recall. A guy I went to high school with, Dave McCoy, um, was a singer on that show. And um, in in some other things too. Um, 
but he he still lives in Worthington. Um, he has some national prominence. Uh, he's just a neat guy. Um, and he was one of my friends growing up. Dave McCoy. But anyway, he posted something on uh, Facebook, I think it was, over the weekend. And <laughs> I thought it was worth bringing in. Okay, so uh, what would you call these? They're words. Most of them from the past. And he was asking, does anybody up there still use them? So, um, now for some reason or other, my printer didn't print all of them. But um, we've still got a good group here to work with. So let's, let's try it, shall we? Sure. Gallivant. Gallivant? Have you ever gallivanted? Oh, yeah. Okay, see? Britches. Yep. Okay. Pants. A codger. <laughs> yep. An old codger. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Rigmarole. Yep. Hoodwink. Yes. Ragamuffin. Not so much. What's that? Well, I, I no. A, oh, just a, a ragamuffin. You only got the word. Yeah, sure. Why not? Ragamuffin. <laughs> what, what's a ragamuffin? Oh, ragamuffin. It's a cat breed. No, that's what it's saying here. Ragamuffin no, cat. No, used in that. Used in the sense of a slang expression. Oh, okay. Ragamuffin. I'll okay. go on while you're looking. Oh, it says often a dirty child, ragged, often disreputable person, especially. Often a dirty child. Well, I sure wouldn't have gotten that one. <laughs> okay. I thought it meant something else. Anyway, fiddle faddle. Yep. Humbug. <laughs> at Christmas time, bah humbug. Skulldrud- skullduggery. Yes. Jalopy. Yep. Art Turf has one of those. Kibush. Kibosh. Kibosh. I guess. C-A-B? No. K-I-B-O-S-H. Kibosh. That's my guess. Kibosh. I've yeah. heard it. I've heard it too. I don't exactly know in what sense. It's to decisively end or reject something. That's ah, a kibosh. <laughs> okay. Discombobulated. <laughs> yep. I've used that one. Lollygag. Yep. Caddy Wumpus. Yep. Nincompoop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Skedaddle. Yes. It means hurry up and get out. Get Shen- moving. Shenanigans. Yep. Flumoxed? Flumoxed? I'm, that's one I'm not, I don't think I have heard this one. I don't know if I have either. F-L-U-M-M-O-X-E-D. Flumoxed, flumoxed, um, bewildered or perplexed. Okay. Pumpernickel. Balderdash. I've used balderdash. Fuddy duddy. <laughs> Thunderation. Who's my who's my gadget? Who's me gadget? Who's who's a me gadget? Something like that. Who's my gadget? Yeah. Now this one I don't know. Skewiff. S K E W W I F F. Skewiff. I don't know if I've used that one either. Um. It is a not straight or askew something, something that is askew. So it could be a marriage. <laughs> it could <laughs> or be. It could be. A uh, piece of lumber. Could be. Okay. Lambasted. Yep. Flim flam. Whatchamacallit. Concoction. Doohickey. <laughs> gobsmacked. Thingamajig. 
thingamabob. Com- camaraderie. Camaraderie. Camaraderie, yep. I guess. Yep. Knucklehead. Wishy-washy. Fiddlesticks. We're almost at the end. Caterwauling or caterwauling. Rigmarole. Tomfoolery, bodacious, and fiddle dee dee. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I was waiting for one on there. Poppycock. Yeah, there. And maybe that's in this section that didn't print. Because, as I said, there were. Some left off of the list. Some, some that, for some reason, or my printer didn't do right. And then a lot of people have reacted to them. Some of them I still use on a regular basis, especially when I can't find that thing thing about Bob <laughs> that I was going to use to fiddle some tomfoolery with a fuddy fuddy duddy. Okay, uh, I'm looking at different things people have written after it. Oh well, Facebook. This is in a section that. Of course, I'm a member of, and it, it's something. It's it's called. You know, you're from Worthington if you remember, right? Yep. And uh, they just had a big thing about the Worthington Inn, which was a, a wonderful restaurant all my life. Often, where my parents did a Sunday meal after church. Oh well, never mind. Uh, let's see here. Let's do the uh, COVID report. I updated this um, last night. Uh, I got a little behind this weekend. I did all that yard work on Saturday, so I had to get my data entered yesterday. Athens, Ohio, the county. We are uh, now at 4,631 cases. So between Saturday and Sunday, there were 19 new cases. And I do want to say that my, my general observation of all of this data is that things are dropping. Things are improving. Um, that doesn't mean we can be uh, slackers. Or lax. Lax, yeah, that's better. Those slackers works too. Anyway, yep. Um, you know, I've got my first shot in. I get my second one. Is it this Thursday or the next one? I think it's. Well, whatever. Um, I think it's the next one. Okay. Is it three or four weeks. Three weeks. Three. And of course, they added the Johnson and Johnson in the last twenty-four hours. Yep. Which uh, the former daughter-in-law is very involved in um in california anyway uh and that's a one-shotter and um they like that shot too okay back to business athens 4,631 cases that's seven percent of our county has had um has proven positive at one point or another Active cases right now, only 341. All of these numbers are better than they've been for some time. Um, In the hospital, 165, which means there's 176 that aren't. Recovered now in our county, 4,257. So, of all the cases, 91% of them, 92% of them have recovered. We did add an additional death in the last 24 hours, so we're at 33 deaths in our county. One other stat that's brand new. As of today, there have thus far been 8,822 people have received a vaccine. 
Now, some of those, like I think my, I'm in that group, that still means they have a second vaccine. Some have had all of it. But 8,822, that's 13.5% of our county, has, uh, is either completed or in the process of being vaccinated. Okay, state of Ohio. Okay, we have now had 967,422 cases. That's 8.28% of our population. Now, remember, they're not all active now, right? But so far, 8.28% have had it or are going through it. New cases just yesterday, 1,268. Uh, currently active, six percent. Uh, let's see, six, okay, that's six percent of the total cases are currently active, which is fifty-seven thousand eight ninety-eight. Of that number, seven thousand one thirty-four are in ICUs. Forty-five thousand one hundred and forty-five are. Uh, in the hospital, but not in ICU. And according to my numbers right now, 5,619 recovering at home. So, even though we said 967,000 cases have occurred, 909,524 have fully recovered. Now, vaccinations. Oh, statewide deaths, 17,297. The average age, 42. 46% of those were male. 43, I'm sorry, 53% were female. Now, the vaccinations statewide, 1,654,903 as of yesterday. So 14 and a quarter percent of our state's population has either started or finished vaccinations. Remember, our county was 13 and a half percent. Statewide, it's 14 and a quarter. The United States. Six minutes to go, folks. United States. Um... Okay, uh, cases as, so far, 29,255,344. That is 8.84%. So nearly 9% of our nation's population have uh, or are, have or are going through it. Um, deaths, 1.8%. That's 525,776. Active cases, um, 9,035,262. Recovered, 19,000. I'm sorry, 19 million. Wait a minute. I may have done both of those wrong. Active cases, 9,035,000. Recovered cases, 19,694,000. How about vaccinations? 72,810,000 vaccinations in our nation. That's 22% of our population. Uh, I don't think I need to do the world figures. We're short on time. Let's see here. Um, what about what's going on with uh, the government? Uh, there's a virus relief bill that's heading to the Senate now. 
some people are calling this President Biden's first big bill. It passed the House on Saturday, and it heads to the Senate this week. And White House officials are hoping that the president will be able to sign it into law sometime in the next two weeks. So what's involved? Well, in a word, it's big. The current price tag is $1.9 trillion. That's roughly twice the size of the stimulus bill that Barack Obama signed shortly after taking office in 2009. And is it correct that only about 9% of that bill is COVID-related? I don't know. I'm getting there. Okay. Um, One of the items in there was a, a tunnel to be built funded in San Francisco, where Speaker Pelosi's area is from, and another one item in there is to build some bridge in New York in Chuck Schumer's district. Mm-hmm. Says roughly half of its direct cash payments. Rather, half, ha- roughly half of it is direct cash payments, $1,400 per person checks for most households. Now you wish you had a spouse, don't you? <laughs> oh, well, wouldn't they just spend it? Well, I, well that's I mean, the purpose that's, of that's, it, though, yes, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um... The bill is popular. Polls have found that about 70% of Americans support the plan, including a sizable share of Republican voters. I'm trying to just pick out some key expressions here. Okay. Because we only have a minute left. It says the bill would substantially cut poverty. That's a good thing. The bill's least ambitious aspect is that it's temporary. Okay. I guess that's all I've got on that. Let me get these pages to articulate. Okay, yeah, here are some of the points you were making. Um, And Cuomo, he's in a little trouble, I guess. Oh, my. He's being uh, accused of... Speaking inappropriately to one or two women. Yep. There's lots of calls for him to resign now. Um, Across uh, both party lines. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to call that the end. That's that Really, there wasn't too much in there for the weekend edition. Mm, okay. And uh, we do have about to 15 seconds remaining. Folks, um, once again, we'll have uh, interesting shows each day this week. Hopefully get some guests involved, too. Um, But um, be patient. Over the next uh, hour or so, we'll have some interruptions with our transmitter. 970 and 97.1 FM. Have a great day. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette. It's a game changer. Four million doses of Johnson & Johnson's coronavirus vaccine started shipping this morning on the way to states for injections as early as tomorrow. Chairman and CEO Alex Gorski spoke on CBS this morning. Knowing that we've got a safe and effective single-shot option that doesn't require extensive refrigeration should help that distribution, that kind of bottleneck that we've been seeing significantly in the coming weeks and months. Testing is decreasing across the U.S., which is concerning for doctors. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. Vaccines are what's going to get us out of this pandemic, period. At the same time, we have to figure out an alternative way to do testing. Knowing if you have or you don't have the virus is critical 
for your behavior. Do I quarantine? Do I stay home? You need testing to determine that. Republicans are coming off the conservative political action convention with a keynote address from President Trump. Florida Senator Rick Scott says the party is unified. What's going on around the country is people say, I want my job. I want my kids back in school. I want to fund the law enforcement. I want a safe community.